When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Like what you hear? High-quality radio and podcasts are just part of what we do at Hale Varsity. I'm Brandon Vogel, Managing Editor. I wanted to offer listeners of the Hale Varsity Radio Show podcast $10 off the price of an annual subscription. That means that you can get everything we do, 10 issues of our monthly magazine, our annual football yearbook, and all of the premium content we produce at HaleVarsity.com. Just go to HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe and enter the promo code GBR for $10 off a full year of Hail Varsity. That's HaleVarsity.com slash subscribe, promo code GBR. He's in his 30s, but sounds like he was born with a stogie in one hand and a brew in the other. Now, say my name. It's Schmitty on Hail Varsity Radio. I got the body of a caught pre-teen Swedish boy. Back with you, it's Hale Varsity Radio, presented by Currency. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herb, welcome in our favorite Husker lineman, longtime NFLer Jeremiah Searles with us in his Husker, well, we'll say cave. We'll say that. And so you got, you got your Charger helmet, you have your Husker helmet, those watching on the stream, your Panther helmet. Where's the, uh, your Viking helmet, where's the Bills helmet? The Bills helmet is MIA. I've been trying to get it for years, and they keep saying they're going to send it, and they won't, just like the Carolina jersey is MIA. Those are the last two things I need to round out the Searles NFL Journey collection, and I can't get my hands on them. (laughs) Well, there you go. I I was wondering, okay, and you have a nice set of four. Move your head to the left real quick so folks can see. And okay, and maybe okay. The camera shot just doesn't have that Bills helmet on top. But no, you're 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 waiting on the uh, the Bills helmet. Did you uh, yeah. did you sell any of your Nebraska jerseys? Sometimes oh. guys will uh, part ways with them. You'll see I it on sell, eBay or, or YouTube or something. No, you know, actually, I didn't sell any of them. I donated a lot of them. Yeah. You know, I gave like to the Team Jack Gala or any type of like gala or auction or something. That mm-hmm. They'd ask for donations. Um, I gave majority of them, uh, my extras uh, away to those. You know, I'm down to probably five or six left. And, you know, I'm keeping on to those. I'm holding on to those. You know, there's some special ones. They're the first bowl game, my, my freshman year. Um, you know, uh, I got the alternates. I, I don't give any of those alternates up. Those are all really ones that I, I want to keep. But, you know, I, I keep all those. And then I've given away some NFL ones. I just have one of each, uh, each color from the NFL mm-hmm. ones. So I'm kind of down to no more jerseys to give out and time to get them shadow boxed. Did, did you have any of those jersey swap moments after games where you got uh, some cool jerseys sitting in a, a box or framed somewhere at the house? Yeah, you know, I got Amir's, I got Rex, Spencer Long's, Qualies. Like everyone that I ever played against that was a Husker, we mm-hmm. swapped. Okay. Um, so I got all those, you know, and then I got a couple guys that I played with. I got King Dunlaps, who was an offensive lineman, uh, Nick Hardwicks, uh, Joe Berger, you know, just guys that I played with that were mentors to me in the game that I just never want to forget, you know, swap with them at the end of year type thing. Ever go glory days and just throw uh, the, the road white jersey on at home and kind of wander around? Absolutely not, dude. Those things, I don't know how I fit in those damn things. Those things are so small. Like, those things look like my wife should wear them as a crop top. <laughs> so there's a no to walking around 
See the jersey? Yeah. Uh, yeah Jeremiah, the, where's the beach? Yeah. Nerds. Yeah, yeah. Searle's with us here on Hale Varsity. All right. Uh, let's dive into Illinois. And man, they're looking—they're uh, looking like the favorite right now. Um, we, we've <laughs> dissected their schedule. We've touched on the fact that their defense is one or two in the country against the run, against the pass, and in scoring defense. What's the game plan here for Nebraska? Yes, get third downs. Yes, score points. But uh, let, let's get into the how, Searles. Yeah, you know, I talked about it early on the podcast this week, but and then it was good to kind of hear the team echo it. The run game on offense has to get going. You know, this is obviously a team, the Husker offense can throw the ball over the yard. You got Trey Palmer, who's the number one ranked wide receiver in the country, rightfully so. You've got Marcus Washington. You've got a lot of weapons on the outside, but against a team like Illinois that's got extremely good defense, you'll be crazy if you don't think they're going to say, oh yeah, Trey Palmer, you ain't having 200 plus receiving yards on us if we can help it. You know, they're going to find and try and take away. Now, I'm not saying that individually he can't go win those matchups, but they're going to make it really hard on him. And they're going to give us light boxes, in my opinion. You know, I think they're going to say, hey, Nebraska, beat our guys up front and run it. And then they're challenging their front. They're saying, hey, that Illinois D corner saying, boys, I'm not loading the box. I'm not dropping the safety in go win your one-on-one matchups and make them pass into this back-end coverage, you know? So I think the run game is something that offensively we have to get going. Grant a lot of touches. I think it's going to happen with Casey's feet too. You know, I think getting Casey Thompson moving around, zone read stuff just to make them keep them honest. That's how you beat them, and you don't let them just own the clock and get off the field because, man, that defense is really, really good. Yeah, and Charles, that's where I was going to go next. But with that front seven, I guess with how much they do drop a safety down into the box based on what I've seen, you can almost call it a front eight. But with that front seven, do you think it's the most talented and the biggest task the Husker offensive line is going to have to face this season with what Illinois brings up front? Michigan's probably first, if I had to say, a better front seven. I think more talent. But I think by a schematics and by a system overall, you know, I think that um, this is definitely a team that schematically – they do the best thing. You know, they do the things, they do it right. They make sure that everyone is a gap sound, assignment sound, you know, all of that. So they are very systematically clean on defense. And I think that they are a defense that makes it so that you beat yourself. You know, they're built to say, hey, let's go ahead and make you go 80 and see if you cannot make a mistake because we aren't. You know, they play extremely fundamentally sound football on the defensive side. Jeremiah Searles with us, Hale Varsity Radio, previewing Nebraska, Illinois at Searles, 71 underscore HSKR. Follow him on Twitter. Searles, uh, defensively, uh, let's flip it around to, to Nebraska and what's ailed them, and that is stopping the run. They've been pretty opportunistic in the secondary. I mean, they have a handful of interceptions. Pass rush-wise, though, that's been... Not real consistent. Your sound effect more uh, more accurate than than my word inconsistent. But you know what? What's Nebraska do? I know they're going to be in the right spot. They'll be high effort, but it, it's it's a tough expectation, quite honestly, for them to morph into somebody that can can contain a guy like Chase. Uh, I think now maybe you hold him to to a minimum of three yards, but that's not how. He's gotten down all year. He's always been great for an extra two after contact. Yeah, I mean, his ability to avoid first contact, I mean, is something that he's been very, very good at. And, you know, I think for him, the big thing is you have to gang tackle this guy. You have to make sure that you go and you have 10 hats, 11 hats running to the football every single time because he is good at getting those yards after contact. The other thing he has is he is very patient. 
he is very willing to stay behind that big offensive line and wait for the hole to develop and wait for his team. And when he does, he has extremely good bursts. You know, he's one of by, if not the best, he's probably one of the best backs in the Big Ten. You know, so they're going to feed him. But it goes back to our guys have to make sure that they hold these linemen up and don't let them climb up on these linebackers. You know, that's one thing as I watch this Illinois offensive line, they're really good at getting to the second level. They're very good at getting and latching on linebackers. And you talk about Nick Henrich being out too. So now you're saying Luke Reimer and Kalarvik, who, I mean, love Kalarvik, but he's just not a huge guy. He's not a guy that's built to butt up an offensive guard 50 times a game. You know, so they're going to see that and they're going to run at him. And, you know, the ability that like guys like Ty Robinson and Feast, those guys have to hold in there on those double teams and allow those linebackers to use their athleticism to run and meet Brown in the hole, not a glancing blow as they're getting blocked. Well, Sir, has that been a theme of when Nebraska has struggled with their run defense this year? It's, it's that the def- defensive line doesn't do a great job holding up the offensive line. I think back to, to Northwestern and Purdue and Oklahoma. And the theme for me looking back at those games was, those linebackers always had offensive linemen on them. They weren't free to go make plays. And, and that just seems to be the problem with the, the rushing defense as a whole this season. Is that the same way your more expert eyes see it too? Yeah, you know, that's the, that's always the problem when you have a team that's running the football over you is that you're not creating a new line of scrimmage on their side of the ball. You know, when you get linemen up on linebackers, it's because you have displaced the defensive linemen. You know, and that's what we were always taught in every level was, hey, move the downs into the lap of the linebacker. You know, it's not just, hey, let's glancing, like just come up. It's a double team, knock them, displace them, get them out of their gap and then climb. You know, when you have dominant defenses, they live on your side of the line of scrimmage. They're creasing those double teams. They're disrupting the timing so that these linemen are pushing against each other and you're not getting movement and you're taught as an offensive lineman. If you're not getting movement on the D lineman, you don't come off to the linebacker. So you stick on that for even if it's a half second longer, that's enough time for a guy to shoot the gap, come over the top, whatever the scheme is. But when you displace those D linemen quickly off the line of scrimmage, you're able to climb because that guy's already on his heels. Searles, let's talk about Mickey Joseph and, and the job he's done and what Saturday could do momentum-wise. Yeah, it's still an open audition. You have a five-game season. You have a tough stretch, consecutive matchups with big physical teams. But, man, this could put that Mickey-Trev uh, thought bubble into overdrive if you pull off a win. It's been 19 games since Nebraska's beaten a ranked team. Seriously? Yes. That Oregon. That- your boy Tommy Armstrong against Oregon 2016. Oh, yeah. yeah. When I was just a wee pup. Um, you know, I think, you know, hearing stuff like that, like every game for Mickey Joseph right now is a statement game. And every game gets more and more important for him. You know, and I think that there's something to, yes, everyone's kind of like, is Mickey the guy here? Is he not? But to be honest, I think Mickey's interviewing the rest of the country too. You know, teams are going to look at Mickey Joseph and see how he handled the adversity here, see how he handled things and think, is he head coach material? You know, not just for Nebraska, but for my team. If I'm an AD for around the country, you know, you're always looking for head coaches. Shoot, we saw how many got fired. There'll be a lot of vacancies. There always is. You know, so I think he's trying to put his best foot forward, not just for Nebraska, but for the rest of the country. You know, and if he goes out and gets statement wins like this, like it does put a lot of thought into Trev's mind of, is he the guy? Is he who we need? But at the same time, like, I think I would love to keep him on staff here, regardless of who becomes the head coach. But there's a chance that he gets poached by someone else. Searle's going to go to uh, final thought here on Nebraska, and we'll sneak in a little NFL. Do you think Nebraska's got it in them to pull it off? Uh, What's it going to take? You know, I think we do. And, you know, one of the big reasons I say that is Memorial Stadium, as much as people don't fear it like they used to to come in, it's still an absolute difference maker. 
Fans make a difference. College atmospheres are so crazy and so wild. You know, it's been a while since fans have been in Memorial Stadium. I think there'll be a little bit of an itch for guys to get back in and loud. And the weather's going to be beautiful, unfortunately, for my hunting season. You know, but the weather's going to be great. People are going to be drinking and having a good time. So that makes a difference. And then just with how much energy this team has came out and played with in the last few weeks, they will give themselves a chance. Where they will win this game is if they don't have self-inflicted wounds. Mm -hmm. You know, if you don't turn the ball over, you don't have the pre-snap penalties, you don't have those types of things, you will give yourself a chance because of how good our offense can be to win this game. But you go out there and you live in third and long because you're bad on first down or you get a holding penalty or whatever, we're going to give a really hard time. We have the talent, we have the ability can we execute, which has been the question for the last decade. 60 seconds. What's your take on Tom Brady in Tampa? Uh, does this tailspin uh, continue or do they shake out of it? He's working on three straight losses for the first time in his, in his career. You know, I think Matt Ryan, Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers all need to call each other and be like, yeah, yeah, we effed up. We, uh, we should have got out of here last year. You know, I think they all should have bounced. And I, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, maybe not. I'm joking with him a little bit, but the other two for sure. I think he's, he's reached that point where Peyton reached, whereas like Peyton won his last Super Bowl because he was efficient and they had a great defense. You know, and I think that he's reached the point where he's a game manager, but that's not Tom Brady and he can't help himself. He's going to push the ball. He's going to do everything. I don't think they pull out of this. And I think Tom has a sour taste in the last, maybe his last year. If, if you're the, the Buccaneers in this continues do you think about benching tom brady never nope never you can't bench him you can bench matt ryan all the live one game. you cannot put tb12 on the bench i don't care how bad you are searles it'll be interesting to see how the weekend of the nfl goes uh be sure to follow searles uh, at searles 71 underscore hskr and uh great former husker nfler uh, jeremiah always great to get caught up bud we always appreciate your insight and time and have a good weekend we'll do this again absolutely appreciate you guys hey go big red